Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, the Papua New Guinea Football Association is close to hiring a new men's national coach, despite owing the previous appointee money. And we catch up with Manuma Samoa ahead of their global rapid rugby debut. But first, the Oceania Football Confederation has postponed all tournaments and meetings until the first week of May in an effort to protect teams and officials from the threat of COVID-19 coronavirus. The affected events includes the Under-16 Women's Championship, due to take place next month in Tahiti, which had already been postponed from December following the regional measles outbreak. The knockout rounds of the OFC Champions League club competition are also being delayed. OFC General Secretary Frank Castillo told Koro Vakauta the decision was made to ensure the safety and well-being of all their members. And so, as you know, uh, about 80 person died in Samoa from missile last year, and we do not want to put any uh, Pacific Islands at risk. So we want to protect and uh, safeguard our players, coaches, staff, official volunteers, and fans uh, in the region. So again, we need to keep calm, but we also have to take uh, prevention measures. So we took advice from Ministry of Health, the World Organization, World Health Organization, and requirements from countries and territories across all our member associations, and based on their advice, so the advice of the senior health officials, uh, uh, we have decided to postpone all our competitions and activities. But again, I I want to make it clear, this is prevention. We are not panicking. Uh, So regarding your question about who took the decision, so it's the general secretariat, again, based on all the recommendations from the uh, senior health officials. So the OFC Executive Committee unanimously uh, agreed and uh, supported this decision. And, and the feedback uh, that I have received from our EXCO members was uh, health and safety uh, should come first. And in terms of the impact that it will have, I know, for example, that um, you know Champions League has just been happening, the under-16 women's champs. Yeah. Uh, how will this impact those events and looking forward even towards the under-17 world champs at the end of the year? Of course, we, we would prefer, prefer to continue to play all uh, our competitions. And uh, as soon as it is safe uh, enough to do so. But we discussed with uh, FIFA and uh, FIFA confirmed that there is no immediate urgency for us to compete all or our qualifying competitions, which is a good news for us. So we want to do it as soon as possible, but we have until uh, September to play the under-17 women and uh, until October, by October for our OFC Champions League. So again, we would like to play them well before then. And in terms of, I know this is for OFC events, but we know that some members did um, suspend their local competitions with the measles outbreak earlier in the year. Is there any advice being given to domestic competitions as well, or is this purely just for OFC? Each member association, government health authority, is the best organisation to advise our members on the risk. It's not us. We would like 
no more life to continue wherever it's possible, but as long as there's no risk to health of our community. So it will be a purely a decision that each member association will take in accordance with uh, all the governments. Um, now that there is this lull, if you like, what, what is the focus on now and, and, and going forward? Now we are looking at all options for rescheduling the competition. And uh, so we will engage with uh, our member associations and clubs to consider their unique situations. Uh, we hope to provide more information next week. But uh, uh, again, uh, if I need to conclude, we want to stress the importance of health and safety to all football players, staff, officials and, and everyone, because this is our uh, top priority. That's the OFC General Secretary, Frank Castillo. The Papua New Guinea Football Association plans to have a new men's national coach in place next month as they begin preparations for the start of FIFA World Cup qualifying. The couples have not played an international match since last year's Pacific Games in July, where the Bob Morris-coached team was beaten on penalties in the bronze medal match against Fiji. Morris is now in charge of the Morobi Wawins Club in PNG's National Soccer League, and PNG FA President John Kapinato says they want to bring in a coach from overseas who can help to raise the level of football in PNG. We already have our education coach uh, manager Harrison Kamake, who's already now uh, putting, uh, making these recommendations by travelling to all of our national league matches and identifying potential uh, cup groups for the Nations Cup at the moment. Is Harrison Kamake effectively sort of an interim coach at this point, uh, even if he isn't? intended to be in the position, say, come June? Yeah, Harrison is the, is the current uh, coaching development officer for PNGFA. So we have used him. Uh, Bob Morris is coaching a club in the National League. So uh, Harrison is just putting the team together by looking at the other uh, performance in uh, Samoa. And also we've got disciplinary problems of players. So we're just trying to uh, see which ones cannot make it and which one can make it. And then Harrison will then recommend it uh, to the current coach and the management that we will be appointing in, in a couple of weeks and uh, see if we have a visiting coach that will come in to try and uh, take the couples to the, uh, to the uh, uh, Nations Cup. So as you say, Bob Morris is currently coaching in the uh, NSL. Uh, he, he was in charge of the couples previously. Does does he not want to continue in that role, or is it not appropriate to have someone coaching a, a club team and the national team? I think in the national team we will look at uh, we will look at an external coach uh, because what we want to try to do is bring a level of a coach that is uh, quite high and also bring some discipline and uh, great uh, tactical training so that. Uh, he would then mentor uh, to our uh, coaching like uh, Morris and other junior coaches that are below in, in PNG circles. So that we bring someone in. And uh, we, we've already got some few applications that we're going to be looking at. And then uh, the committee will uh, decide on which one is a suitable uh, um, external coach that we are bringing in. But uh, Bob being just brought in, uh, you know, taking over the Pacific Games, will also go into the Nations Cup. So after Nations Cup, then uh, we will all sit down and look at our uh, maybe signing a contract with our external coach. We'll then spend some time with our couples before the World Cup qualifies in October and November. So this external coach that you expect to hire, you you do or you do not expect they would be in charge for the Nations Cup in June? If we do bring an external coach, it will be only for three months, commencing April, May and June with the match. 
So we may be bringing someone externally in April and May uh, with the assistance of uh, uh, Bob and uh, also another PNG uh, junior coach so that they, they all work with this external coach that we would bring in. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the plan that we have at the moment. But in the meantime, whilst we're waiting for an external coach that we want to bring in, our guys here in PNG will continue with the uh, with the names to be announced in a couple of weeks as well. And, and potentially, if that coach was successful in those three months, they might be an option to stay on long term. Uh, yes, if uh, if we see that the results are good in the Nations Cup, well, whatever knows, we may extend. Uh, the uh, external coach as well as the current uh, management and the coaches. Um, if they are not, then uh, they're bound for complete change before the before the World Cup qualifies. Indeed. Um, obviously, the previous Nations Cup was hosted by PNG and the team did extremely well making it through to the final, uh, and that was under Fleming Seretslev, who's now, of course, in charge of the Fiji national team. Uh, is that kind of profile... Um, the, the sort of level of external coach you would be hoping to attract, or do you have an idea of where this coach could come from? We've got different uh, uh, coaches, external coaches already sending in the applications. We've got, I think there's a German coach, I think there's a African coach, and then we've got uh, a New Zealand coaches who have also sent in the CVs. And we've also got Brazilian coaches who have uh, who have sent in the CVs, so... Uh, we'd like to have the same caliber as uh, our, our former coach uh, now with Fiji national team. Uh, and that level of coaching, I think we, we would love to see that uh, our players are coached under so that uh, it brings our players to a different dynami- uh, dimension of, uh, of, of coaching and being constructive and building that confidence and discipline in there. So, and, and that's what we want to bring in. I mean, we don't want to get our coach in our country to get to that level. And we, we're aspiring for them to, but they've got to prove to, to prove to us and and the, and, and the fans and, and and the country as a whole. You know, they cannot be static in their level. They've got to be actually. They've got to get up. They've got to show. They've got to make believe in in their clubs also. They're coaching in their club in the national league, so they've got to do better there. And they also got to do better in the national team. In terms of that position, are you confident that PNG FA can offer an attractive enough uh, salary for a top quality international coach? Because I, I note that Fleming Seretslev, uh, you know, when he got the Fiji job, he said that he, he he still has not been paid for the second year of his contract with PNG FA. Is that something that is still ongoing? Is that something that PNG FA are open to resolving with him, or do you view that as the past? a legacy issue that was brought up. Uh, I'm, carrying, I'm still carrying these legacy issues from the past regime of not uh, not completing the payment of uh, the, the, the past coach. I just don't know how they've done it. I just don't know how they how it happened that way. And uh, so so we're working on to try and uh, clear that debt out of our way, and uh, and also try to see if we can if we bring an external coach. It is a short term short term. And, and we may negotiate the terms and conditions of these external codes. And all you got to do is, if he proves to us, then we may try and look at, uh, you know, getting to a quality of like that, you know, uh, you know uh, is bringing someone that we think is capable. Uh, I think, with, with not forgetting, PNGFA is going back to Congress in April 24th. So, and it's part of the compliance by FIFA and OFC. So once that is done, I think our fundings are coming in and that will be able to take care of a new external coach that we bring in to support our national team. That's the Papua New Guinea Football Association President John Kapinato.
Manu Samoa is hoping the global rapid rugby competition can be a springboard for local players to press their case for higher honours. The squad have spent the past two weeks in Auckland preparing for Saturday's season opener against the South China Tigers in Perth and played a warm-up game against Bay of Plenty last weekend. Head coach and former Manu Samoa international Mulianga Tale Brian Lima says rapid rugby offers an important stepping stone between club rugby and test level. We came here early so we can avoid uh, bad weather in Samoa and also we can put together a team and train some uh, here in, in New Zealand. And also we, I think the main thing we came here early is to put together a team and train together and we can use uh, uh, other clubs here. We can uh, do some simulation run and some scrimmage with them. And the most important thing is the game last week. It's the good hit out for the boys. I play against Bay of Plenty, um, the Major 10 level and Super Rugby, which is good test for them. So that's the all, it's all part of the planning. A lot of resources here we can we can use, uh, and the main thing is to play against the top team, like um, like last week against Bear Plenty. How how did that go? How did um, the boys go against well, that team? It's a good test, to, to test for them, uh, because from club club rugby in Samoa, straight into against the Major Ten team or Super Rugby, it's a good test for them test of the pace of the game and everything all the area of the game they tested last week which is good hit out for the boys so they learn a lot from that game Are most of the squad locals or is it a mix? Now, I think the majority of the squad are the local players from Samoa uh, and um, the rugby union used this team as part of the development team uh, and also to bridge the gap between this level and the Manu Samoa so we use this, um, this team Manuma team as part of um, the development and also that this team is close to the international uh, level. So that's why we used we uh, last year. Uh, I think the mix of islanders in, in that team like Tonga, uh, Fiji and Samoa, but the union used this just for the Samoa to develop some players for the national team in July. I think uh, we're trying to use the local players. A um, few years ago, uh, none of the local players make it to the Manu. So we, that's why we're using this team as a pathway to the Manu Samu. Have you got any uh, New Zealand players here though yes, as well? Yes, yeah. uh, it's quite a few uh, New Zealand uh, players, but most of those players, they play for the Samoan team before. So we use this team and they, we brought them in to to mix with the local players. Mm. Have you struggled at all to get players to play for the team or to, I guess, raise that... Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the players, uh, they pull out because I think first is their, is their job, is their working. Second is their clubs. I think um, especially the players, they... Uh, they think they make it to the meter 10, so they stick with those teams. So we don't want to distract them. It's better for them to train with that team. Uh, but if they want to play for this team, it's good exposure for them you know, and, and maintain at this level. So when they come back, uh, they come back and play for meter 10 or they come back after, after the, uh, the competition. I was going to say, it's a 12-week competition. That's quite a long time. to. It's a lot of dedication. You're leaving jobs, family. Um, how Has that really caused an impact on players and just the team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's difficult. 
it's difficult because it's three months tournament. So it's hard for for players to leave their job and 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 came and play for this team. So we're trying to uh, vary. Uh, maybe they play two games. If we play here, then they come into the team and play some games here. But overseas, maybe they play two uh, game overseas and then come back to work. And maybe they're available if we come here and play here. So that's the plan because it's hard to, for those players. They full time job and and they leave their job and come and play for this team for three months. Yeah, and that as well. Do you get quite? Do you get enough funding to support the team and I guess the families, well, we, the jobs? Uh, we 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 get uh, allowance a week, but some of the players they they look at the allowance and their salary. So they they some of the boys they they happy with the allowance. And uh, they already make a deal with their work. So maybe they release them for a month and they come back and work. And then when we play here, and then they come back and play here. At the same time, they go back to work. Some of these boys, they work, and then that's why we leave the training back at 4 o'clock or 6 o'clock. So make sure everyone's available for training. And uh, you've got the South China Tigers this weekend. Do you know much about them or what, I don't know, what to I don't expect? I don't know much about that team. Um, I heard it's from Hong Kong, but most of those players are players from uh, Great Britain and, and uh, some island Islanders players, they play for that team. But I don't know much about that. And what have you guys been focused on in, term, in terms of preparation for the game? Has there been a focus on anything in particular? No, no, no. I think the first thing is um, we focus on the fitness. Uh, because when we uh, look at the game last year, uh, it's a really fast game. And because of the changing of law and the ruling, hey, because um, you can't kick it out from out inside 22. And uh, if you... If you run the ball from inside range two and score the try on the other end, nine points. So it's a lot of different rules. So, and we look at our team. If we play according to that rules, we have to be fit. <laughs> so we f- focus on the fitness first. For uh, we focus on the other area of the game. Are they quite familiar with those rules as well? Because yes, that would yes, we already explained to them, and we practice and we train according to the rules. So. They know now, they are aware of the, the ruling, and we, we train um, using that rule. And last week, we, tro- we, we, we play under the, the, the law that we use for the global competition. That's Manuma Samoa rugby coach, Mulianga Tale, Brian Lima. And that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. You can hear this and more on rnzi.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.